1: music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. G'day, Chris Coleman here and welcome to another edition of Movies First. And this episode of Movies First brought to you by our good friends at the Dollar Shave Club. You can check them out online at dollarshaveclub.com slash first. And if you use that web address, you will be able to find access to a very special deal for Movies First listeners. Today we're going to indulge in a wee bit of murder, Alex First. Hello there. Hello. Look, I suppose the title is appropriate.
0: Murder on the Orient Express.
1: Oh, I take it you're not a fan.
0: Well, riddle me this, Chris. When is a short better than the sum total of its parts?
1: I have a sneaking suspicion I know what movie you're referring to.
0: Yeah, when you're you're actually watching the trailer for Murder on the Orient Express, which I did see several times before I saw this movie remake.
1: Now, I'm a bit disappointed to hear that because I've seen the shorts for this one a few times as well and I thought, yeah, I want to go and see that.
0: Well, it has been billed as a timeless whodunit, and it's directed by Kenneth Brenner, who makes good movies. Mm -hmm. He plays very well in movies. In fact, he is the renowned detective, Hercule Poirot. And so he basically directs himself, and he dominates the screen. So he did that, by the way. My favourite movie of the last 12 months has been Dunkirk, and he had this commanding presence in that one likewise. So anyway... He's the guy who attempts to solve a crime any one of a dozen or so people could have committed. And you've got the shocking murder of a questionable businessman on a lavish European train that's barreling its way west in the dead of winter. And Poirot is tasked with uncovering which of the eclectic passengers is the killer.
1: It's the typical and, Agatha Christie setup, really.
0: Oh it is, yeah, an avalanche has derailed the train when Poirot gets to work. Now, you go back to the novel. That was published in 1934. Obviously, that's upon the, that's the, the vehicle, pun intended, upon which the movie is based. And it is considered one of the most ingenious stories ever devised. And I should mention to you, Chris, the character of Poirot appeared in 33 of Agatha Christie's books and more than 50 short stories.
1: Do you suspect that Kenneth Branagh here has decided... Yeah, this is the gold mine to see me through to retirement.
0: Well, yeah, I, I please don't give me police academy <laughs> all over again. Not no. I mean really I, I understand that this is 114 minutes but I I reckon I I sort of slept through bits
1: of it and really? I Really.
0: I also looked at my watch a lot. Oh, that's
1: never a good sign. Hey, mm. you, you know you mentioned police academy. I interviewed Michael Winslow once many years ago. And yeah. he, he takes great delight because he realises that Police Academy, as they went on, they just got worse and worse, but they were giving him the paycheck. So, you know, he kept going. He actually says uh, that he's uh, he starred in Police Academy 1 through Infinity.
0: Yeah, very nice. And and the fact is that we all want an income stream that keeps on giving. So I like I like his attitude. Go back, though, to the original movie, 1974, Sidney Lumet. Oh, and There's... so many
1: big names.
0: I, absolutely. So Albert Finney was Poirot. And let me give you the names, or some of them. Lauren Bacall, Ingrid Bergman, just those two alone, yeah, wow.
1: Yeah, you're not going to have a bad film there.
0: No. Jacqueline Bissett and Vanessa Redgrave, Sean Connery, Sir John Gielgud and Michael York. <laughs> just, ah, oh, you know, I'm starstruck just reading the names.
1: Was Sean right? Connery in it as well? Did you say Sean Connery? Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. I did indeed. It just sort of washed I- over me because there's so much, so much brilliance in one sentence.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, 43 years later, the filmmakers have attempted to replicate the talent. So, apart from Kenneth Branagh, in this one, you've got Penelope Cruz, Dame Judi Dench, Michelle Pfeiffer, Daisy Ridley, Johnny Depp, Derek Jacoby, Willem Dafoe, Josh Gad, Adam Garcia. How do you reckon that stacks up?
1: Well, it's a good good list, but Mm. is there chemistry?
0: Well, look, I, I would still say the original... I mean, maybe in in hindsight we'll look back and say, yeah, some of those names have reached the names of the. First. I mean, Lauren Bacall and Ingrid Bergman. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, can can you match their the, the, the talents of those two? Maybe maybe history judges them even more kindly, but I think they were great actors in their day. Look, don't get me wrong, I I agree with you. I think that the current crop are very very talented. The screenplay, by the way, for the 2017 version by Michael Green. Now, I don't know whether you know the name. He was one of the two writers of Blade Runner 2049. Mm -hmm. And he was one of the three scribes responsible for the Hugh Jackman movie Logan earlier this year. So, yeah, he's done some pretty good stuff. Now, having, having mentioned that, I thought that this was dull, affected and lifeless. Now, some of the settings are absolutely magnificent, picturesque. Breathtaking production design, really, really elegant. The music I thought was strong. Another feature, and I, I've mentioned Branagh already. Johnny Depp, well, he always plays bad. Well, remember the movie Black Mass? Mm. Really fearsome. Yep. In that. So, but beside that, there's very little to commend Murder on the Orient Express. There are so many roles to fill that between the rest of them, each of the characters is given very little screen time.
1: You see, this where you've got. Where you've got an ensemble cast, you've got to make sure that everyone gets the right amount of screen time. And with so many people, it's such an awkward and difficult balancing act.
0: Maybe maybe they should have made two movies and made it sort of, Three and a half hours, and
1: yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm actually dead set serious. Well, I'm half a sure. murder on the Orient Express, or perhaps <laughs> some murders on the Orient Express, and some more murders on the Orient Express. Well,
0: if they if they were clever, it would be a long first act, and you, you'd get to the point you know you know when you'd exit the cinema, you'd exit when the murder is committed, and you'd then have to wait another year to
1: find out who done it. Doesn't that work? It works for me. <laughs> oh, I'm going to send that through to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that
0: way you can make sure that the backstories of each of them are more detailed than what we saw in this 114-minute version. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, let's be honest. Many talents do go to waste, save for drawing you into the cinema because of them. Because yeah. you read all these names you think, wow. and I mean, look. As a recreation of the original Agatha Christie novel, it's probably faithful. Although it's been a long time since I—I think I read the book. (laughs) If I didn't, I I don't even recall. You know,
1: I I did it at school.
0: Yeah, well,
1: well, sort of. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what these sort of you saw the movie instead
1: uh I, I refused to answer on the ground oh
0: very good well yeah and that was seventy four so you were really you were a kid no, but, yeah,
1: no, no, it was, I didn't do it at school in nineteen seventy four but we did it in school in the, in, in in the eighties and yeah yeah some someone okay. I, someone I'm very close to may or may not have actually uh reviewed the movie instead of the book and got away with it
0: ah right yeah, yeah. no names no petrol. but but I mean it does feel stilted and dated and that, that's what really struck me about this movie. The sleuthing or joining together of pieces by this extraordinary detective appears so far fetched as to be all but meaningless. And when you think about movie making, 43 years, long time, I mean, it's expanded beyond belief in the mm-hmm. intervening years, but this feels like time has stood still. Well, actually, pr- probably
1: I should correct myself there. Oh, no. Actually, no, no, you're not going to be that mean.
0: It's gone backwards. Oh. Well, I mean, that's the the reality is that they've tried to give it a 1930s feel and yeah i i just struggled with it it just didn't work for me and i walked away disappointed so yeah i i mean i i really wanted to enjoy
1: it i was very much looking forward to it before, before, I, it, look, before you give us anything else, we should probably yeah. at this point take a quick break. All right? I'll, I'm just going to let you re- regather your composure, Alex. You're, okay. sounding, you're sounding a little bit lost and we should remind people that this episode of Movies First is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. And um, since I joined the Dollar Shave Club, it has saved me time and it has saved me money. I have not had to go shopping for razors and that is awesome. And I don't know whether, whether you've noticed this, but when you go into the razor aisle in the supermarket. Now, it's virtually, well, it's not an aisle, but it's two or three bays of blades, and you sort of stand there. Oh, no, which one do I want? Uh, So what they do, dollarshaveclub.com, they deliver high-quality razors, they get it right to your home, and for less than you pay in the shops. It's really easy. You don't have the hassle of going to the store. You don't have the expensive razors. Uh, All you do is go online, dollarshaveclub.com, pick a razor that works for you. I have fallen absolutely head over heels in love with the executive razor. Uh, I'm now having to compete with my wife because she likes the idea of the the six-blade shave as well. And, well, between the two of us, we're not going to the shop anymore. There's over 3 million people on board for the Dollar Shave Club, so you should check it out as well. The quality, value, and convenience cannot be beaten. And right now, here's the deal, Alex. You ready for the big deal? You can, get, I am. you can get your first month of the Dollar Shave Club for as little as $5, 5 bucks. After that, okay. it is just a few bucks a month, and there is really no reason to miss out, no reason not to join. Get hold of yours, or one for your lady, at dollarshaveclub.com slash first, which will get you a special deal. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash first. Back to Murder on the Orient Express. Have you recovered, Alex? Are you ready to go on?
0: I am. I, look, I, the only thing I would ask you, when you have high expectations of a film... And you go into a cinema with those expectations, and they're not met. Mm. I reckon you feel more disappointed than if you don't know anything about a movie, or you you sort of are pleasantly surprised by something. And especially with so all, so you of those- can't
1: get your money back on a movie. Almost anything else, if you argue hard enough, you can get a refund. But for a movie, I don't think you can. No,
0: I mean, unless there's some circumstance. Because well, okay, I've been to several movies where. We we get given these media previews usually, yeah. mm. right? And I mean, I suppose, eighty percent of the time, ninety percent of the time, we see just amongst ourselves media. Sometimes they're big big screenings. So you know, anyway, with this one, we were shown on a big screen, but it was just a media preview. Now this worked fine, but I've gone along and the print hasn't arrived, or uh, the movie something's gone wrong. Now if if I was a paying customer. You can then get your money back because you actually haven't seen the product.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. Once you've seen the movie, you can't get a refund.
0: No. Even
1: if it's awful, even if it is even if it is zero out of ten, a cinema is not going to give you a refund.
0: So you know what should happen here? Mm. It's the honesty policy. Right? Now it basically should be a cinema should introduce this. Here's my second great idea
1: oh, oh, no, for the day.
0: No. Yeah. You, you've got to pay a minimum of ten bucks. So you put your 10 bucks in when you when you enter, and then, depending upon how well you like the movie, when you exit, you can add to the total. Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> I, seriously, I reckon that's a fantastic
1: <laughs> idea. No, I mean, don't you like it? Uh, who's who's going to add money? Seriously, who's going to pay more on the way out? Well, okay. Got... Look, it's an idea. I won't say no, no, it's no, no. a good one, You've but got, it's an no, idea. No, wait a
0: second. We, we this is this is an idea where people can be employed the people at i don't know Hoyts and roadshow and R- village and all the other cinemas around around the world that that they can be employed to stand there when the movie comes out and they've got a bucket and people and a baseball you know, bat and a baseball <laughs> bat and as you go out you, you 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 add to the the 10 bucks and that way With Murder on the Orient Express, I wouldn't have added to the $10. Yeah, for $10, bucks, i would rather get two months at the Dollar Shave Club. Uh... (laughs) I'm going to give it a score now. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. So it's a bare pass. And, you know, it scrapes by unlike the Dollar Shave Club. Oh, beautiful. Thank you very much indeed. Because this episode of Movies First was brought to you by the grand folk at the Dollar Shave Club you should check out their special offer for the movie's first listeners at the Dollar Shave Club. It's actually Dollar Shave Club without the V. dollarshaveclub.com forward slash first, and you can get that $5 deal. Just check it out, folks, and you are going to get a smooth baby's bottom shave like our good friend, Christopher.
1: You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.
0: Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld.
1: Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family...